Welcome to Inbound and Down, where we cover tricks and hacks to make your marketing life more efficient from the top of the funnel to the bottom. I'm Ryan. And I'm Adam. Let's get started. Hey there, Adam. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Today, we're talking about putting our pants on. <laughs> Something I do far less now that I work from home. Yeah, it's it's uh, you give up a, a couple of perks, right? Being being a consultant versus being full time, uh, but you gain. But you gain the ability to not wear pants, right? Which goes a long way. But with that said, actually, uh, as awesome as that is, I don't work as well when I'm not wearing pants. Huh? I kind of yeah. You know the 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 basic idea of figuring out working from home, figuring out where you want to work, keeping that as a workspace and trying to only have that as a workspace, which I, I really don't do. I have a, I have a desk, I have an office, uh, but I also uh, record stuff and I have an Xbox up here. And it's kind of like my little man cave area, right? I have guitars everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a couple steps away from an office. But getting up, having a routine, uh, putting your pants on, it leads to a significantly more productive day. Um, but what we're talking about this week is work-life balance. And I think I've learned how easy it is to have a life, a pro-life work balance, work-life balance. <laughs> and you sort of fell into the trap last year, at least a little bit about yeah. being the opposite, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, I've, um, it's not, a, I don't look at it as too much of a negative because I've tons of work. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of clients, which is great. Um, but at the same point, I, I sometimes don't, and I'm getting better at this, but like, I sometimes don't feel right unless I have everything in my to-do list checked off. I, I, I mean, right before this podcast, I was banging out a few emails. Like I think the ability to get to a state where you're okay with not working is something I still need to work on. That's one of the things I envy you about because I feel like you're, you know, you're out on your motorcycle, you're, you're doing this, that I'm like, man, where's he get the time? And it's like, well, the time is right there in front of you. You just have to do it. But I, I feel like I carry, you know, a lot of it on my back because I'm a I'm a one man show at my jo- at, at my company. So if if I stop, the world literally stops turning. So, um, and now that my wife is joining and she quit her job, and we're we're a hundred percent relied on that. I think that went into it too. Like I'm not that much of a nerdy people pleaser. I am to I am to an extent, but I wouldn't say that much. But uh, but yeah, like that, just back to the pants thing. Like I'm I'm sort of different. Where like I just want comfort. So like <laughs> I, I don't literally work my pants off, but like you know that's why I went out and I I, I got the the most uh, comfortable working from home clothes I could find. Right. I basically where worked. Did, out where of did like, you go again? <laughs> public rec. Public rec. You know, it's pricey, but it's you get you get good quality. I, I had never heard I genuinely never heard of it before you mentioned it. Somebody I fell onto somebody's Instagram ad and I was just oh, like, Oh Adam. Yeah. They I it, But it was worth it. It was my first Instagram ad purchase. Congratulations. Well worth it. Yeah. yeah. It felt it felt good to like sort of like be participating in my own So nice job to public rec who I've never heard of before. Yeah. Uh, Whoever's doing their lookalike audiences for, for creating a lookalike audience <laughs> using Facebook ads uh, or, or Facebook ad manager, I suppose. Right. And managing to target a paid marketing consultant. Yeah. With a paid Instagram ad yeah. who works from home. 
and getting him to spend $90 on a pair of pants. Yeah, 90 bucks on a pair of sweatpants. Um, they're definitely my favorite possession right now. Uh, so th- they are worth the money. But um, yeah, it was like as I was doing it, I was like, this is like a case study in real time. That's so nerdy. But yeah. <laughs> I, I think about life that way sometimes <laughs> yeah. too, if it makes you feel any better. It does. <laughs> I'll be uh, walking down the street like, that is an excellent Excellent marking display. <laughs> <laughs> they nailed it. I almost want to buy from them just because they did that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I'll totally do that. If I'm picking a plumber, I'm like, this guy invested in a good website who, you know, I, you know, I'm going to like, if you can't tell heads or tails about which plumber's better, I'm going to go with the guy with the better marketing site because he invested <laughs> and it hit me in the heartstrings. I was like, I know what that's like. So how long do you work for? I do. I, I start at 7.30 every day. And then my new thing is I try to be done by four. What's um, a, That's a full day. Yeah. No, it's a full day. I take Sometimes I take an hour at lunch depending on um, you know what I'm watching. I, I try to consume shows at, at, <laughs> at mass quantities. I'll like start one in the, in the beginning of the day, drink my coffee, watch half of it. At lunch, I'll watch the second half of it. And then if I have to finish it up before the wife gets yeah. me. Yeah. I, I mean, I start like right around the same time. 7.30, it's before anybody is it's great. writing emails or responding to emails. Right. It's a great thing. Um, little hack of a tool that I use Please. sometimes because I really pride myself in being as efficient as possible. And it's realistically one of the only ways that you can make more money without raising your rates uh, as a consultant because right. you get paid for the hours that you work. So if you work more, do more in less time than you can make more, right? So a, a great tool that I found is called Boomerang. Mm. And uh, basically what it lets you do um, is send an email later than you actually want to, than you than now. Um, which because is, if you send it now, what happens? Uh, you get a reply. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, you know, I have a couple clients on the West Coast yeah. and uh, it's extremely important. Work-life balance is super important to me. Uh, for all sorts of reasons. And it's important that my clients understand that too. Uh, and so we have an understanding that I get that you're on the West Coast. I'll do everything that I can to within reason to make sure that I'm available if you need me. So if you need me for a five o'clock meeting or a four o'clock, which doesn't really happen, right? But you need me for a four o'clock meeting because that's the only time that everybody's meeting. I'll be there. Of course, I'll be there. Um, I'm not going to be on a weekly one-on-one at four o'clock though, mm. uh, West Coast time. So um you know, I got an email last night from a West Coast client at 7 p.m. And we were watching TV or wrapping up dinner or something. And, and you know, it, I could answer the email. But I was like, but it's like 4.30 for them. <laughs> so I'm just going to send this tomorrow. So I wrote it out, finished it all. And then I just hit send tomorrow. And it's probably sent by now. And so Boomerang lets you say, I want to send this tomorrow. Yeah. So it is really easy too. it'll say, send it uh, tomorrow morning, send it in two hours, send it tomorrow evening. And then what evening and morning means, I, I don't know, but I don't know how really relevant that is. Um, and then you can also do things like resend the same email if you haven't gotten a reply. It'll automatically resend the same email, which is really cool. I've never used that feature right. uh, because I have awesome clients who respond to emails, I suppose. But um it, it, it kind of takes some of that automation for you. I wish I had that back in the day. Yeah, I know. I mean, you could use it in, in regular full-time work too. You could use it anywhere, right? You could use it in personal life. Well, I remember weekend emails used to be such a problem at some companies where like you'd get in these conversations and before you know it, it's three o'clock on a Saturday and you're like, where did, the, where did my whole day go? But yeah, if, you had, it's gone. if you had the boomerangs, you type it up, hit send, wait till Sunday 10 p.m. to send, Yeah, you know, and then you don't have to respond until Monday yeah. morning. 
the other thing I noticed working from home as much as we do now um, is just <laughs> the amount of products that you have to buy to be a human in society is staggering. Like, let's just go through them. Hair product, toothpaste, deodorant, clothes, underwear, <laughs> socks. Like, um, like in my, in my early goings, I, I would be so into the work, you know, so just cranking through all day. And, and I was like, holy crap, my wife is home. I haven't even showered today. I, I would have to run into the shower and be like, she can't see me like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've definitely, I've definitely hit the showers before I go pick her up from the train. I hear you. Totally. Um, but yeah, just like the amount of like, it, we'll, we'll keep it on hair product because that's not as disgusting, but like the amount of stuff you put into your body to be out there. Like, I feel like I'm healthier just by not having to goop that stuff into my head every day, you know? <laughs> Isn't wildly applicable to me. I, I did, I did that a little bit. I did that a little. We were talking the other day about how I got had a hair like you. Yeah, I know it's a gift. Um, Most of the working world puts something in their hair, but you take that away, and again, imagine that at scale. Like um, the amount of times you're rubbing a foreign product into your scalp, like everything you put on your skin seeps into your bloodstream, like over time. So, like. I just feel ever since I've, I feel like I've lost weight. I've eaten better, um, putting just less chemicals on yourself. Um, it, it, you know, I just feel better. Yeah. You were just talking about the, you kind of touched on the amount of time that you save. So if you scale the amount of time that you save, what does that allow you to do? Right. Um, I actually, I picked up a new client recently and I was Mm. talking to them about meetings and they said, oh, no, 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 it's 45 minutes. We we only do 30-minute calls and 45-minute calls. We don't do any hour calls. What was the first? 35? 30, 30 oh, or 45. 30 or 45. Um, the logic being that you never are in that spot. Because, you know, th- this is an their company. They have employees, obviously, in an office and stuff. So we've all been in that scenario where you're like, five meetings today, and they're all back-to-back. You're like, when am I supposed to eat? or pee or like when am I supposed to be human uh and I loved that I think I'm going to adopt it I think I'm moving forward I'm gonna make all my meetings 45 minutes and everybody gets 15 minutes back that's the greatest feeling if you like in full-time or consultant work life it's just free time you're like what what am I gonna do with right you're giving you you get some it's my favorite thing to say in a meeting you know I and I actually talking about this yesterday this whole conversation that I tend to book hour-long meetings right and then I do my best to keep them as short as possible. Right. And sometimes I'm like, well, I'm going to give you guys 45 minutes back to your day because we just knocked, we just knocked this out. <laughs> that was pretty good. So uh, you scheduled an hour meeting and it took 15 minutes. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> you're that good. I didn't say, I didn't say it happened every day. You're like, I didn't say we got anything done. <laughs> Adam, I'm Ryan. Ryan, you're Adam. Great. That was a great meeting. <laughs> like I talked like the micro machines guy the entire time and we were done 45 minutes. Ago. <laughs> I love that. T- well, you that remember the modern awesome. meeting, right? We were, we read that as a team back in the day and it's, it's, it's more or less stop meeting for the sake of meeting and a proper meeting should have an agenda. A, it should be timed out. Someone should be keeping time. And then once you're done and only invite the people who need to be there. And once you're done, you leave, you don't, you don't just stay for the extra. So this speaks really well to the that. tires for the last 15 minutes when you don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. I remember at one of my 
last jobs, I, I got my entire team to say, let's modern meeting this bitch at the end of every meeting. And like, I would hear them saying it from like other conference rooms, like, all right, let's modern meeting this bitch. And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's great. It kind of gets, it kind of gets you into it, doesn't it? Like yeah. you get, yeah. Um, and it's a cultural thing undoubtedly, but I, I love that about this company. I'm excited to work with them. That's, that's a good takeaway though. Yeah. Because time is our best asset. Right. Like the, the, it feels good to get out of a meeting early for a reason because it's, it's like somebody handing you a $50 bill, you know? Yeah. I, so let's apply that elsewhere. I mean, what other, what other areas of your day in a full-time role are consumed by more or less wasted time that you don't necessarily have to put up with as a consultant? Right. So um, I dabbled briefly in marketing automation. Well, Briefly, I was a Marketo champion. You were so. a Marketo champion. I've never been in a Marketo champion. I mean, I don't bring that, I don't play that card often, but I'll play it here. <laughs> no, I should just pick up Marketo clients and then call you. <laughs> but I never sort of got comfortable enough to a point where I knew, like, if I'm doing an email program or a nurture program, like, wh- like, the, the correct order in which to build things. Like, do I do it chronologically in which they'll get the emails? Do I write all the emails first, then all the landing pages? Do I do all the logic first? Like, I, I just, I felt like I did it differently every time. I just, ne- I don't know. I never, never felt, found my sweet spot. I have. And uh, it's because cause I'm really, <laughs> the really great at my job. <laughs> actually, let me tell you, let me tell you a great, a great hack, actually. Mm. Um, it's, it's very logical, but uh, I, I hadn't thought about it until I did my last full-time job. This is where I learned this. It was a, nice. a great takeaway. The best thing that happened to me from the job, and it sounds so boring, but um, they used this thing called ACRT. Uh, it stood for Campaign Requirements Template. Hmm. It's basically a huge um, Excel doc, and it contains the name of the campaign, uh, any IDs for the campaign. Uh, you should really have a naming convention for your campaigns, which is really like deep into detail. Maybe maybe we'll do one about that. Maybe, maybe that'll be good. Um, about the specifics. Uh, so naming convention. Um, so it also contains the name of your emails, the links that the emails go to, the names of the landing pages, the redirect links for the landing pages, the names of the thank you pages, the names of all of your lists, the names of all of your segments. So you plug in this name and it it populates all that for you yeah it's a little bit more manual than that but we have a naming convention for all of those things for for uh campaign names lists uh segments i'll explain briefly the difference between the list and the segment landing pages thank you page well landing pages are all the same Uh, where was this back in my heyday Who would have thought that naming conventions just make sense? Like that that's just something that you oh, should I name do. something differently every time. I'll tell I'll tell you what though, every single client I've ever picked up, nobody uses a naming convention. Huh. So yeah. there's somebody listening right now who's like, oh yeah, it makes sense. It's all good. I didn't either too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will never go back. And it's the very first thing that I do with a new client who's not using one is saying, we need to establish a naming convention. You should uh, put a blank one up on the old on the old website. Let's put a blank one up. Let's do some lead gen some here. Some good downloadable content for you so right. I can start yeah. nurturing you. <laughs> Let me nurture you. Nurtured by the best. Wow. Bam. <laughs> All right. So uh, CRT, campaign requirements template. What that does, though, is before you've even, obviously, we've thought about the campaign. We know what emails are going into. We know our audiences. All of that stuff is already done. Okay. We're just talking about building the campaign. Mm. Um, once that is done, um, you have all of the names for all of your assets. 
So to some degree, some degree, it doesn't matter what order you build them in, but it definitely does at the same time. And I'll explain why. Um, the logic for your campaign is super important to get done early and often, right? Um, the But once that's done, let's talk about the order of operations. Uh, lists, I always build the lists first. Lists get used everywhere. Because that's the who. They get used in completion action on forms. They get used in the actual nurture framework itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get used in decision rules. Some of them are dynamic. Some of them are not. Sometimes with things like uh, platforms like Eloqua, um, decision rules and lists are built utilizing engagement in emails, which means that the emails have to be built first. So there are certain times when this might not make sense, but for the most part, this works. So you're listing your segments. A list is static. A list is Adam. Somebody fills out the form. His name happens to be Adam. He gets added to a static list. That's the only way that you can get onto this list of, if, is if somebody manually puts you there mm. or you manually put yourself there. A segment is not the same thing. A segment is a dynamic group, uh, a list of criteria, um, which could contain lists, right? So you could say, if somebody is on this list or that list, or if they visited our website, or if they completed these three forms or whatever, right? Um that's a segment. So it's a dynamic. That, that's how I differentiate them. Mm-hmm. Some people might disagree with me. That's how I do it. So build the list slash segments uh, first after the CRT is done. Uh, build the landing pages and the thank you pages after that. And the thank you pages are particularly important, especially if you use a platform which makes you select like a redirect from a list. Mm. Right. So if it says, do you want to redirect to a URL Then you could just type the URL of the thank you page in before the thank you page is built. But if it says select which thank you page you want to redirect to or redirect to a URL, there are lots of uh, Eloqua does that. There are lots of benefits as to why you would want to mostly tracking benefits as to why you want to redirect to the internal page rather than redirect to the URL, which is also the internal page. So you want to build the thank you page first. So landing pages and thank you pages go first. Emails after our, our forms go after that. Emails go after that. Uh, and then the actual nurture campaign goes last. Hmm. So there's a there's a lot of reasons why I build things that way. But I'll tell you what. Uh, we, so we were talking just ab- about like how I loved playing ping pong. As soon as I figured out this order, uh, I finished these campaigns in some degree of fraction your, of the time. Your ping pong skyrocketed. After ping that. pong skyrocketed. So, but the CRT is sort of like your home base because it it tells you what everything's going to be named and like for someone like me who wasn't the best at automation like i would build something be like oh shit i forgot to build a thank you email that follows up three days later but the crt probably you know reminds you because it gives you the naming convention for that be like oh yeah i have to do that this time so what is that going to say so it just allows you to be more prepared. Yeah, and there is some process within the CRT as well. Like I would label everything that I th- that I had built, I would mark, uh, I would color orange. And then when it was tested and approved, which was either done by me or another team member at the time, uh, then it would go green. 
So there were three steps. One was building the damn thing to begin with. Then it turned orange because it had been built, but it hadn't been approved. And then once it was approved, that meant yeah. that it had been tested and then it turned green. Uh, and that's obviously, we just literally turned the color, cell color green. But um, that made a huge difference. That's a awesome. huge difference. Yeah. I mean, I really wish I had one. And I bet you people listening probably wish they had one too. So, Well, I'll, uh, you know what? I will stick it in the show one. notes. This is my first show note shout out. Oh. I'll stick it in the show notes. Uh, for a CRT. We haven't said anything valuable up until this point. <laughs> Nothing worth downloading, apparently. <laughs> and it's made me, it's a, it's helped me to be the best that I can be at, 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 at building these things out. And it makes me wildly efficient. And that's important to you too. Yeah. And to sort of bring us in for a landing here on episode three, just to go back to work-life balance. I think if you can get to a point where you are being the best, um, and what I mean by that is when it is time to be with your family, be with your wife, your kids, your dog, and you are not thinking about work and you are totally zeroed in, you're being the best possible husband, wife, brother, father that, that you can dog. be. Dog. You know, I mean... That's the, the beauty dog of dogs. Be. That's the beauty of dogs, though. They're always the best dogs. They're always the best dogs. Uh, I, I envy them so much. Oh man! But I do sometimes um, when I feel like I'm getting ahead and I'm doing really well, I'll be like, okay, it's it's time to switch into like family mode now. I'm gonna put the phone away. I'm just gonna listen. I'm gonna be 100 percent invested. You know how I do that though is for myself is being honest. Mm. It's hard sometimes. Yeah, but. I have gotten really good at, uh, you know, I'm fortunate to to not make a, a ton of, a, a lot of mistakes. I really don't make a lot of mistakes, but I also am very careful about what I do. And I'm, I've done it for long enough that I tend not to make at least silly mistakes, right? Um, but if I do make a, a big mistake, like I've, I've sent out wrong emails or, or something like that, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, that I, I just, I own it immediately. Like yeah. it, it's, oh, totally. this, this was not the best me, right. but the the best way that I can remedy this is to say, this is, I did this. It was done because I I did it because I I either didn't think something through or I didn't think about this logic or or whatever the case, that was my fault. Uh, And here's how I know that I'm not going to make this mistake again. Yep. Um, Full-time work totally applies to full-time work. I made mistakes and I don't go to the boss to say that I made the mistake until I figured out either how to fix it or what I'm going to do differently next time or best case scenario, both of those things. Right. Cause then you're just, you're going to the principal's office and you're saying it there like with your head down and you're yeah. getting scolded and you don't really know what the next move is. But if you're more prescriptive, absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. So that's, that's how I bring the best, the best of myself to the table. I'm really honest about what I can do. Honest about what I can't do. But how do you turn it off for home life? Uh, I just lie to my wife all the time. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. Uh, the same thing. I, I, I mean, I'm pretty. We're pretty honest with each other. <laughs> yeah. uh, how do I translate to home life? No, what I mean, what you're saying. You know, we we have our we have our little quirks that we do together. We have our shows that we watch or or the games that we play. This last Christmas, we picked up Sorry, which is like ready for five years old and uh, and up. It's a terrible game. We were talking about having a game night. We're not going to be friends anymore after we play the game because I'm never sorry about it. I'm just going to smoke you. It's it's uh, it's really bad. It's almost as bad as Monopoly, which we also got right. And that's like a once a month kind of a game. Wow, <laughs> a little bit too, 
It's a little bit. It's a little bit. Once a month. Oh, that's. Well, we we played it for the first time this month. So, what is your so game playing uh, recurring schedule? We try to play a lot because otherwise we're sitting down and watching TV. It's like you know she she gets home, she works at Boston. She has a long day. Yeah. So she gets home, and uh, she just she, she I want to go out. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, somebody's home! This is so exciting. Home. And she's <laughs> like, was it a good day? Was it bad? You like better the talk to me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, guess what? I saw a dog today. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So the, the games are somewhere right in the middle. It allows us to be social with each other. Mm. It's far more social. You don't need your phone to do it. Watching TV, you don't need your phone to do it. Yeah. Um, and these games, Monopoly isn't super quick. Sorry's yeah. sorry's quick. Oh, okay. Um, it's like a twenty minute game. And you get so frustrated with it. Um, if, if you haven't played Sorry for a while, I haven't. You've got to play I Sorry. Remember it. If only you had some more time today, we could we could knock a game out. <laughs> um, it's so much fun and so aggravating all at the same time. It's a pretty fascinating game. But uh, Ticket to Ride got got a couple of really great, really great games that we play together. Cool. And I've that's that's kind of our either. thing. That's awesome. Like I I totally see board games coming back in the world. Um, I don't know about you. I mean, you're obviously already knee deep in yeah, them but, I like um, them. yeah but like I just just again like out of get being able to unplug it's a great way to unplug like we recently bought clue my wife loves nice. clue and it's it it does it, like you gotta think you got you know it's fun you can have a few drinks while you do it it's great yeah um yeah. I've, I've heard that like entire industries are gonna arise in the near future that have to do with unplugging and getting people to get off their phones and get out of them and yeah um but I, I Full circle, board man. board games is just like that's a great way to do it. Yeah, they're, they're a blast. Um, but th- that's a it's kind of a, a nice transition actually into what we're chatting about next week, which is how we do what we do. We're going to kind of start to dive in. Whoa. We're going to dive in with the hacks of of what we do, what we do, and I think it's sort of administrative stuff, which sounds really boring, but. Uh, crucial mm. and more interesting, I think, than one may imagine. So, would you say this is going to be more on the in- admin side or in the weeds of PPC and automation? I think we're starting on the admin side because it's it's an important piece of it. Gotcha. And I don't think that either of us knew any of this crap when we were <laughs> when we already didn't have jobs. No. Uh, and and I went through a couple different variations of stuff, and we do things a little differently. So, I think that it will be really interesting. Yep. And then, undoubtedly. We're going to dive a deep into the world of PPC. Oh, boy. And then right up the nurture paths. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, we will see you or not see you next week. Saw you. <laughs>